or if there's any sickness hiding that we don't even know of, Lord Jesus, take them away today, even as we worship. And as your word says, give the barren womb children in our midst today so they can come and testify of what you have done. Anyone that has miscarried in the past, it ceases from today. Lift up your voice and pray this prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word that never fails. We give you praise because we are your saints on earth. We thank you for the opportunity you have given us to come and worship. Your word is true in our lives. And so, Father, even as we worship today, even as we lift our hands in worship, as your word has said, cause your blessings to fall upon our food and water. The work of our hands, Lord Jesus, even as we have worshipped, or even as we are worshipping today, let your blessings come upon us. If there's anyone that is sick among us, those who be listening on the internet, Lord Jesus, let your healing power hit them even today. Cause every sickness in our bodies to disappear in your presence today. Father, every barren womb, Jesus, we pray today they will receive children. You said none would miscarry beef in your presence. Lord Jesus, let them receive their twins for their years of waiting. Let them receive double in the mighty name of Jesus. You have done it in our midst in the past. You will do it once again today, even as we worship. Father, give us full lifespan. Let our old men and women enjoy good health. They will not die young. Nobody among us will die young. We will all live to fulfill our full lifespan according to your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, do wonders untold in our midst, even as we worship. Father, let us be drawn to you. Let, Father, those who have given hope receive hope today. Let those looking for jobs receive direction in our midst today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we trust in you, Lord. We know your words will never fail. They shall come to pass today, and all glory will come to you. Unto you, the immortal, the invisible, the only wise God, be all glory and honor forever and ever. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will be taking my scripture from the book of Exodus chapter 33. I'll read from verse 15. It reads, Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I'm pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said, now show me your glory. We are going to pray this morning that Lord... We want your presence to make a difference in our meeting this morning. We want your presence to distinct us this morning. 
We want your glory to descend upon this meeting. Lift up your voices and begin to pray. My God and my master, we come before you this morning, O God. We ask, O God, for your presence to make a difference. We pray, O Lord, for your glory, my God and my King. Let your glory descend upon us, O God. Let your glory descend upon us, O God. We ask for your fire to below, O God. Lord, we pray this morning, O God. Send your fire into our midst this morning, O God. Let your glory descend, O God, upon our choristers, upon our ushers, O God, upon the minister, O God, upon the protocol, O God, upon our teachers, O God. Everyone that will sit under the teaching of the man of God this morning, O God, we ask for your glory, O God. We ask for your glory, O God. We pray for your presence, O God. Let your presence distinct us, O God. Begin to ask the Lord, let your presence make a difference, O God, in my life this morning, O God. Reveal yourself to me, my God. Lord, we pray, O God, we ask for your glory. We ask for your glory. We ask for your presence, O God. Let your presence, O God, let it empower us, O God. Let your presence, O God, let it lead us, O God. Let your presence, O God, direct us, O God. Let your presence, O God, let it instruct us, O God. Let your presence, O God, let it teach us, O God. Lord, we pray thee, my God and my King, open our eyes, O God. Begin to ask the Lord, send your fire into my heart. Send your fire into my mind. Send your fire into my soul. Lord, we pray this morning, O God, let your fire rest upon us, O God. Let your glory rest upon us, O God. We pray thee, my God and my King. We ask for your presence. We ask for your glory. We ask for your fire, O God. Thank you, my God and my King. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. The Bible says the sound of rejoicing is always with the righteous. Hallelujah. How many people are rejoicing this morning? Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is our strength. God has been so good to us throughout the week. And because of that, we are before him to worship him. Let's go to Psalm 95. It says, come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Come, let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving. God has done so much for us. And extol him with music and song. When the time comes, let's play, play the music. Let us sing joyfully. Amen. Why should we do this? Verse 3 says, For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all kings, or above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the, of the earth, and the mountain peaks belongs to him. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands form the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. If it takes you to bow down, bow down. Let us kneel. If it takes you to kneel this morning, kneel. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture. The flock under his care. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. God is going to speak to us as individuals. I know we are not just here as spectators or well-wishers, but we are here this morning to hear the voice of God. I say he will speak to me. God will speak to me this morning. God will speak to me this morning. I am full of expectation because I'm ready to hear from the Lord. And we meet us at a different area of need. With this in mind, let's begin to declare his lordship. Declare his lordship in the atmosphere. This, Lord, the, uh, this Lordship over us this morning. Declare, declare. Tell the Lord, reign in my life. Lord, prepare me for this morning's service. Prepare my heart. Begin to release people that are still on their way to come into the sanctuary. 
Lord, bring them safely to this place. Those that are in the bus, Lord, let them arrive here safely. Those that are still getting ready, the enemy is delaying them at home. Tell the Lord to quicken their mortal body, give them strength to be in the sanctuary this morning to be blessed. People that are having one delay or the other, maybe children are delaying them. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, because, you know, I can tell you from my experience, sometimes you have prepared the pampas and everything, and the baby will wait again or poo. Then you have to say, oh my God, then you are doing other things. Tell the Lord, release them, release them this morning. Release as many people that have ordained to be blessed here this morning. Bring them safely to this auditorium. People that are far away in other, in other nations that are watching, watching us this morning. Tell the Lord to prepare them. There is something that is about to happen this morning. The Bible talks about things that eyes have not seen, things that ears have not heard, things that have never entered into our mind. These are the things that God has in stock for us this morning. Begin to tell the Lord those things that my eyes have never seen. Those things, Lord Jesus, that our ears have not heard. Those things that you have prepared for me this morning. Those great manifestations. Lord, I want to hear them this morning. I want to hear you speak to me, O oh God, in this meeting. Lord, I am ready. Lord, I am ready. Lift up your eyes of faith. Lift up your eyes of faith and tell the Lord this morning, I am ready. I am ready, O oh God. Speak to me by name. Speak to me by name, O oh God. Like Samuel said, he said, speak to me by name. Speak to me by name, O oh God. Speak to me in this meeting. Lord, in the name of Jesus, prepare my heart. Prepare my heart to worship. Prepare my heart to receive it from you this morning. Tell the Lord, help me to have an understanding of what you are about to do. An understanding, our understanding. Carry us without God's understanding, without God's great wisdom. There is no way that you can understand this morning. Tell me to understand the message. I come against every form of distraction. Help me to understand what you have put in the mind of the mind of God, in the mind of God to speak to me this morning. Prepare me for service. Prepare me for service, O oh God. Lord, we commit the Sunday school into your hand. Prepare our children for service. Give the teachers, Lord Jesus, the right mind to teach them this morning. Lord, I pray for the ushers. Let them usher well in this meeting. I pray for the choristers. Let them sing well in this meeting. I pray for the protocols. I pray for the armor bearers. Lord, let them officiate well. All the workers, Lord Jesus, are walking behind the button. Lord, I pray that they will walk well this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. By the time we leave this meeting, many will know that you have seen the Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Amen. With this in mind this morning, with a clean hand and a pure heart. Let's read the book with an outstretched hands. Let's, uh, let's read the book of Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? 
The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall, and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Permit me to take you to the ocean of the knowledge of the Most High for a few minutes. Please take your seats in heavenly places. Quiet. Thank you so much. Interesting God. You know, it seems as if when we come to church, we should just keep worshiping. Isn't it? <laughs> but you know, We will worship at the same time we will hear the Lord. Before I start sharing with you today, I want to ask you a question. I think you can put this beside the chair of the man there so that it's not blocking the face of people. Yes. How many of you came to my celebration on Friday? Lift up your hands. If you missed it, where did you go? I want us to know this that my birthdays, I always, you know, will go for a mission. That is my lifestyle. One of my birthdays, I was in a village in, Bener- in Togo called Klologo, which we now discovered is the, is the most satanic village in the whole of history of Togo. And on that birthday, the Lord sent me to the house of a man which we did not know. He was the most powerful cult of Togo who protected Iyadema as then president. And people fear the man like more than God because they have all these fictions in their mind that the man turns to a lion, turns to whatever. But this guy was feared. But the person who protected him by occultic power, who no soldier man will confront with their guns, we landed in his house, in his compound. But it was in that meeting God healed a madman, which we call the madman of Klulugu, who had been mad for 40 years with dreadlock and all those stuff. You know, I told you that dreadlock People who do it now, if you do dreadlock for your child, you have automatically invited the spirit of madness in that child. Because it is a, it is a sacred sacrament between the devil and the, the mass spirit and those that it will afflict. So when that child begins to misbehave, you don't pray about it because with your own hand, you destroy your own work. And it was in that place God healed the man, the madman of Kurugu. We had this video. And it was in that place that the man that we had to do crusade in his house, uh, before we got to his compound, the first compound we entered, where the madman was healed, you know, the head of the cult there told us that those who came before us, they, they beheaded them and sacrificed them to their gods. And now we are surrounded by the men of the shrine. Tall men with big chests and big arms. And ready to kill us. And I spoke. They fell one after the other. 
and we walked through their midst. That is the only place in my life I shook the dust of my feet against the city. The compound. But God did incredible miracles. We were confronted by the man who placed an idol before us and we saw angels kick the idol and the others will roll and fall on his back to the ground. And the man did it three times. After threatening, fear came upon him and he pleaded for his life. And I got all his children saved. So that's where I go during my, my birthday. I go out to missions. But one day, the leaders of this church said that it's not good for me to be going out like that because when it's my birthday, they would like to celebrate me. And he said, if you have a father, you always celebrate his birthday, isn't it? Come on, I didn't answer me, church. And those of us who are spiritual, we have two fathers. We have the father, Martina, and we have the spiritual father. And so... From that day, they decided that it's not after I'm dead. Somebody will come and be saying that, ah, how God used apostle to bless me. It will be useless for me at the time. Because it's my cause. I'm not there with you anymore. But then, when I'm alive is where you can celebrate me. And so that's how praise night came about. So on the praise night, if you love apostle, if apostle is your spiritual father, and if my life has been a blessing to you, you can only return to me once in a year. Are we together? The laborers demand, why are you not speaking loud? <laughs> so when I'm doing birthday, you must be there. I know that, that time also, I always pray that God will give this church, every member of this church, a gift from me. And the Lord had often done that. So on my birthday, I don't preach. I just minister to people and move as the Spirit of God will occasion me to do so. So when is my birthday next year? It's, my birthday is 14th. But the Friday before, or if the birthday fall on Friday, we celebrate. And I made rice and stew very plenty, and you didn't come and eat. Amen? Uh, you didn't answer me. I give me go shoulders. You know that, you know that, you know that when any one of you, if you are having wedding, apostle is there till the end. If you are having naming ceremony, I name a good number of you and now I'm naming your children. It makes me happy. When you have any good occasion to do, I go. Some of you go to interview, I'm also the interview because I'm interceding until you come out and you get the job. People in this church will go for business meeting or to determine contract i'll be on my knees and they get it so i spend my life for you and you need to celebrate me once in a a year i don't think i have 30 more years with you and that's you <laughs> yesterday i sat with my wife and told, told her a real thing at 30 years more to the age of this man I'm not relevant to the generation. And I will not want to stay like that. I have told the Lord, once the Lord had used me to raise enough people who are like me and greater, which he's doing now, I have no reason to stay than just to enjoy the fruits of my labor. So that I've seen five generations down line 
That is generation of 50 years. Every 10 years is a generation. From five generations down line, raised already in this house. So the rest of my 30 years, if I have it at all, maybe 25, I don't know. The rest of my life, I don't expect more than 30 if I do, is to groom those who are very young babies. Because Satan had gone mad in this world. Groom human beings that can bind the devil and draw the boundary he cannot cross. That's the reason why I live. So it's to make you into a militant for God. Men who cannot be hindered by Satan, who will succeed and must succeed in everything they can imagine. That's the reason why I live. And I'm achieving it. I want to thank God on my birthday for all the youths in this house. I'm going to be, I'm starting a new program in the year and I'm going to be showcasing each one of you in this program. I want it to be secular so that I can reach the world of Great Britain and preach the gospel through you, to them. So I'll be inviting you to my studio to interview you and look at this kind of your life and use that to help people know to be black is not to be foolish. I didn't hear you. God brought black people into the history of Great Britain because we have a part in the rulership of this country. Am I talking to you? We will take over the stock exchange by storms. Amen. We will take over the parliament by storms. Amen. The judiciary is waiting for us. The medical council is waiting for us. Come on now. Anywhere in this country where there is position to make decisions, that's where you find members of Christ with Tabernacle. Amen. So that the mentality of some people about black people should change. Really, I'm talking about black culture when I go into the new year. Because some people don't know the thing that plaiting of hair of a boy and dreadlock and spiking your hair like uh, crooks and women putting on ten earrings on, on one ear that until the ear begins to cut like the uh, people of uh, whatever. I think that is blackness. That's not blackness. A black person is a gentleman in the in the in the in the Clapham omnibus. That is the standard of reasonability in law. Amen. When you see a man, as the man appears, tells you the spirit in that man. As a man thinketh in his, so he is appearance. Some people are running from helter skelter, pillar to post. You know, saying that demons are chasing them. Demons don't chase members of CFT. We chase the devil. They chase the devil. And I'm not joking about that. You are my witnesses. If, they, if we go into a city, they say Satan is somewhere, we will sniff our dog and go to the place and remove that devil and then we leave. That is the mandate. And you know, today I begin to, to teach you on preparing you for next year. Our focus is next year. God of heaven has told this house. Next year, 2024, a new race will begin. A new phase on earth will begin. And this phase on earth that is beginning demands what I promised you to begin to teach you from November to December. But I'm introducing it today. And what we're looking up, looking at within now and the end of this year is global trend and the end time. Write it down. Global trend and the end time. 
What did Mommy Omar share with you last week? What's the topic? So, all the wicked shall be what? There's something I did in New Cross. Let me do it here. All of you bring out your sermon notes. And look at it. I'm not preaching yet. When I want to preach, I tell you. Bring out your sermon notes. And look at last Sunday. How many of you don't have sermon notes? Raise your hand. If you don't have sermon notes, either notes, when you write it in notes, you can write it in iPad, you can write it in iPad, and in telephone, anyone you, you write. How many of you don't have somewhere you write the sermons we teach? Okay, how many of you have your, your writing pad? Lift it up. Whatever you write on, lift it up. Let me see. All the young ones. All right. Now, let me say you don't come to church without bringing a writing pad. If you do, why did you come? Ask yourself why. But if you come to church and you come with a writing pad, because the Bible says write down the vision and make it plain so that Herod may run with it. The word you hear is not what changes your life. It's the word you apply. Am I talking to somebody? And in this house, the church of God is a university of learning. It is not just a place to come and jump and rap. No. We are dealing with destiny of each person who comes to church. And a church that does not fulfill your destiny, you are not supposed to be there. If the Bible is not relevant to your life and to your destiny on earth, you are not supposed to be there. Because let me tell you, when you die is when you start living. You say to me, what about this existence? This existence is temporary. That's why it's not existent. You are only given an opportunity in this existence to determine what happens for you forever after death. And that's the reason why no matter how intelligent you are, no matter how poor you are, you will die. And the time you spend on earth to die is what will determine when you die, what will happen to you forever. You cannot change your state after death. So why church then? The church of God then, therefore, is instituted by Jesus Christ to address your spiritual and body. Jesus came to the world not just to rattle, but to change human mind so that human mind can be reprogrammed to his own mind. That's why church exists. It's not just a garden of people clapping, collecting money, and somebody blowing it. Alright, let me preach. What I'm looking at is global trend and end time. Global trend. I'm sure you are ready for me. Global trend and end time. You see, in this lecture, I'm going to be exercising all what I've learned on earth. Because... I, would, I was telling you that uh, within the last few days, I was having discussion with myself. How many of you discuss with yourself? Ah, you better do that. <laughs> Tell this head, you must come to sanity. That is when Holy Ghost can interject in the affairs of man. So I was discussing with myself that, boy, you don't have more than 30 years to live. If you even live that 30 years. 
And over the years, I have acquired a lot of knowledge in various disciplines. I have committed my heart to study knowledge. I started as a surveyor and mapping scientist, practiced in highway design and construction, then moved into multimedia, have a degree in multimedia, and did my thesis on the future of broadcasting. So in that, I have knowledge of how broadcasting started on earth. The first broadcasting house, what was used at that time, and the revolution that, you know, um, uh, electronics and also computer technology brought within five, 50 years. Then I left there, graduated there, and then I went into bricklaying. Lance and the bricklayer, graduated as a bricklayer. Then I went into law, did my LLB, and did my LLM in international business law and corporate governance. Then I went into arbitration and became a chartered arbitrator and qualified mediator. Now I can set up an industry in our time, and of course went to Cambridge to do my impact, high impact leadership training. I can set up an industry and practice and make money. And I ask myself, you are not making money with all these things you have learned. So, why did you learn it? And I answered myself, for the church. For the church. And I want to tell you this, from now, of course, you will recognize and agree with me that in my lectures, sometimes I dive into law, legal terms, and explain what it means to you. Sometimes I use science and geodesy you know, um, you know, uh, geophysics and stuff, and talk to you, and explain it to you for understanding. But now, what I begin to discuss with you to the end of next year, we'll be bringing together all this intellectual knowledge. I've studied about WTO very extensively, written papers on you know European Union and Brexit. Those things took me into research about what really is happening on earth. And that knowledge, I must not go to my grave with it. That knowledge must do you good and bring you to where God ordains for you. I will together, I've been mentoring you for years, and I've seen the result of my mentoring in the success God gave to, especially the youths in this church. You make me happy. You make me go to my grave with joy. Now I'm raising your children that you give birth to. But now I want to discuss with you something that I will have gone to speak in big conference and make real money. Because it's the area of the greatest confusion on earth today. That is global trend. But when I put all this knowledge together... I came about global trend and end time. The discussion on global trends all over the whole place. But I will look at global trend and end time. You can use the knowledge for your academic progression or your career progression or your business progress for next year. What is going to be of next year to 2030 as they have been talking about 2030. But today is to introduce it. To you. By the way, what do you mean by global trend? It's just a mixture of global 
and trend. That's what global trend means. Trend can be seen as a pattern of occurrences or happenings. And if you look at the trend of things, you are able to probably sometimes forecast what the legitimate aim is. That is, the end product will be. But the trend of this world has come to a place where the, those who make the, the laws and rules of how this world swings are confused. There are some factors that catalyst, they are catalysts to go global trend. And I will name them, you write them down. Because of the fact that I will look at those things, you know, in the context of what they are, but then look at application of those things to the church. If anybody who is into intellectual reasoning, if I say something that you think we need to take up together, I'll be available to you personally to discuss further. And maybe I should do a seminar at this time to just shut down on the scriptures and then look at the intellectual reasoning. But of course, for you, I will do the both. Factors or drivers that determine the end time. Number one, globalization. Write it down. Number two, pandemic or epidemic occurrences. Number three, wars. Number four, rumors of wars. Please, if I have to stop, I will. If anybody thinks that um, I need to stop, maybe you missed something I said. Number five, natural disasters. And you can look at earthquakes, flood, and famine. Natural disasters. I'm talking about the major factors or drivers that determine global trend or end time. Number six, global warming. You know, some people, some Christians say that the globe is not warming. You know, you, have you seen that argument before? Some Christians say that there is no such thing as global warming. It's because they are not educated. I'm speaking from the angle of a satellite geodesist. One of my major courses I did is satellite geodesy. 1975, when I, when I started my career in land surveying, one of the things that we know as economic factor is that London is sinking. Do you know that? London is sinking. And so what did we do? In land surveying, we marked London and greeted London and we positioned some spots. And those spots are level spots which we observed over 50 years. And information tells us London is sinking. If this world continues, a time will come that London will become a history. All these skyscrapers will be underwater. 
because London is sinking. You know, the main sea level for any engineering level on earth is London. London is the main sea level. Really. So London determines the heights of anything under heaven, on the whole earth. Not only that, this is Greenwich where we are. Down the road, this church is the Greenwich mean time. The, word of, the meaning of mean time is this. Anybody, GMT, anybody on earth that calculates his time, the reference is to London. If you don't know, know that. I'm not talking spiritual now. I read, read it, I studied it, I observed it. So I have those information in my hand. So when you talk about global warming, Christians who do not believe it, they are just ignoramus. Any Christian that is educated in this matter will recognize the matter of fact that the glaciers are melting. And the areas that we have used to know in 1975, 76 to 1983 that were solid ice because we also, you know, do surveying of the, the North Pole and the South Pole. They have relevance to your existence. We've discovered that they have melted and become Greenland. If someone says that it does not have effect on your living, that person is an ignoramus. Spiritual does not obsolete natural. But when natural takes effect... It only confirms what already has been written in the Bible. I mean, you only need to be more educated and read the Bible more. You'll find everything there. I've been spoken before they came to pass. And you can find references about this one in the book of Solomon. You can find references from Christ. And we're going to look at some of it that Jesus said. Am I talking to you? So don't join them who just speak. Knowledge is power when it is applied. So therefore, another trigger is changes in governments and global leaders. Changes in government and global leaders. That's number seven. Number eight, global economic crisis. We are looking at factors and drivers all drivers that determine global trend. We're looking at global trend itself in the end time. In a short time, you will soon see how it affects you, these things that I am getting you to note. And of course, the global economic crisis, in looking at that, we're going to be looking at the impact of interest rates, the impact of inflation, and a little bit about GDP, what they mean by that, and the impact of this. Now, and the last is the AI and computer revolution and social media. Can I say something to you? Somebody may be listening to me and saying that oh, this man is not talking Bible. <laughs> I'm only talking Bible. Because everything that I've read to you, Jesus spoke about it before they happened. And why should someone like me begin to explore into this? 
The reason is this. A church of God, a parish, church, is a constituent of human beings who are affected by all these factors. How many of you is not affected by inflation? Ask the women, you men who just sit at home and you just gorge what they give, like myself. Whatever our wife brings, we just gorge it. Am I talking to you? Some of you, your wife has said to you that I need more money. You say, what are you talking about? Why do you need more money? You only need to know the price of egg in 2019 and 2023. You only need to know the price of a kilogram of fish 2019 and then what happened in 2020 and 21. Because of Russia invading Ukraine. You only need to understand that your rent 2019 now had doubled. Those of you who are mortgage, more than doubled within three years when the interest rate began to shoot up. You only need to understand that the government of our countries have promised and they are now not unable to deliver because some problems arose in the nation, global problems that they never had in their contemplation. Excuse me. If you say that does not affect you, you think spirit will handle it, I want to tell you something. A man is a spirit. He has a soul. He lives in the body. Everything for the earthly realm ministers to your body and they come from the virtue of your mental, which is your mind, your intellect. And it is this intellect that some people use to decide for you and I how our life will be, where we will stay at a time, where we cannot go beyond, what salary do you earn, and what determines your existence in your company. Because these things have effects on whether you will retain your job next month. And if believers do not have understanding, and you begin to get into those crisis without information what happens to you we will have a church of people who are bankrupt you have you go out in the world with a good vision to set up business invest all your life business into the into the business or your life money into the business only for three months after something took place globally and that business wiped off you're a member of the church you are a member of the church. You see, these things determine how much a Christian can earn to give to the church. And if you are ignorant about this thing, you will soon have more people in the church who are busted, don't know what to do, educated and qualified, but their papers are useless to their context because they haven't got the knowledge, pre-knowledge of what is about to happen. And these things I'm showing you, also, you will see where the balance comes. The balance comes in when a man understands this. And what will he do? It will make you develop two aspects of you, your human mind and your spiritual mind. So that we can also enter into prophetic to understand what will be the end of the matter. You, 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 I can tell you this. Let me say this to you. You know... The way we reason differs. It has to. Because our career, we reason according to our career. Some of you are in law. Your, your mind is, you know, to become the 
senior partner, some of you are in medicine, your mind is to become the surgeon general, some of you are in finance world, you want to become whatever you want, get CEO or director and stuff like that. Look, I am in the spiritual world. What, 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 what informs my, my, my discipline in the spiritual world is my knowledge of this physical world. Because the destiny of every member is in the mouth of their priest. So because of my knowledge of what really is happening in the world, I was able to understand the spiritual connotation of the governance and the government of this world. So that when I open my mouth, I'm not talking just, just blabbing. And this is, I will say, why in this house... When pandemic will strike, I told you, this month, by the Spirit of the Most High, plague will enter England. Did I not tell you? Come on our church. Did I not tell you? Did it happen? How many of you were here when, when that was proclaimed? Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. So, I want to answer me. Did I say that to you? Did it happen? When the Lord told me that if the interest rates will begin to go up from April 2021, were you here? Did it happen? When the Lord told me to tell you to fix your rates, and 2021, when we entered it, I continued to say it again and again and again because it will soon break loose. And then it came and it happened. Did you not see it? Did you not hear it? Did you not do it? Did you not fix your rates? Those of you fix your rates, say yeah. Uh-huh. And now we're enjoying it because between that last 21 April till now, some people are paying four times in their buy to let, which was on interest payment only. Correct? Whereas some of you are just enjoying because you have acquired so much wealth just before the curtain is drawn. Because God speaks by prophetic so that the people of God can prosper. He says, believe in God will be established. Believe in His prophet, you will prosper. Prophets are supposed to bring prosperity to God's people. In this house, it is so. It is. I say it is so, isn't it? Yes. So, I want you to understand that all the theoretical knowledge I'm telling you will only inform your mind in the spiritual and in the physical. So that you can acquire and take the right steps. Next year you will not cry. Because God told us about next year 2024 to 2027. I've told you by prophetic, when interest rate will stabilize and when interest rate will start going down. You see, all this interest rate God is speaking about, so I said, how, how do, I mean, I, I had an encounter with an angel who was, who was, who was drawing for me parabolicov. And when he was drawing parabolicov, I was saying that he has no mathematics and he looked at me and laughed and says that all the knowledge you have in the world is a grain of what God gave us that he just gave you to taste. Yeah? Listen to me. So, your knowledge of what is happening right on earth is very, very necessary 
and instrumental to your preparation for your future. So that in the future you will not be caught unaware by the devil and binding what is not. Am I talking to you? The Bible says gather water when it rains. Rain doesn't come every day of the year. Therefore, lend me your inner ears about what I'm talking about. These things are the factors that is driving the global trend today, which is affecting industries, affecting your choice of career or your choice of work and stuff like that. You see, this issue of globalization has made possible contribution to the world. Globalization. By the way, globalization is a means by which we are thinking of how the whole globe can collaborate and cooperate in various ways to give us a legitimate end of peace on earth. It's a good idea. Where the poor and the rich will live comfortably, where the rich, we can take from the rich to help the poor. But you see, while this is going on, which I trace the beginning, it might be for before, but this dispensation began after the Second World War, 1947. I did a writing on that. If you, if you are interested, contact me, I'll send you. You know, when I was writing my papers on Brexit, and I warned the United Kingdom not to Brexit, and I told them all what you get through when you Brexit, and uh, you did Brexit, and all those things are happening to you now, and you are thinking of backpedaling. We're only waiting for the party that we be bold enough to say that, look, we had enough of this stuff, because all what we thought was not true. Hmm? The 300 and something million that you will have gotten for uh, health, where is it? The fish industry that you thought that um, they would get the most benefit from it, which really triggered everything. Where are they now? They are still crying. Because those things we discover they are false. At that time I went back to, to understand why was United Nations formed? Why did we have the world, um, the new world order you're talking about now? Why did we have UNESCO? When did it start and why did we have them? Why did we have the World Trade Center and World Trade Organizations? Why did we have it? Why do we have other global organizations set up? It is in view of globalization. So it has positive impact. Really, it builds the pedestal upon which some of us are now successful. But at the same time, it did not consider holistically the factors that will affect their intention. And I'll tell you why. They, they didn't recognize because to have peace on earth will happen only when one man comes back and his name is Jesus. Alright? So, the mental of man could not have comprehension of the whole factors. They didn't think about social factors. They didn't think about um, cultural barriers. They didn't think about, um, you know, territorial factors. I, I will expect a time that the, the United Nations can bring Russia and America to become friends. You think it will happen in your lifetime? 
<laughs> so globalization did not understand what they intend to do. That's the reason why they changed now from the 2024 agenda to 2030. Yeah. And I'm sure when we reach 2030, we will soon discover that we need to change to 2050. Because we will never attain it until Jesus Christ will come. Are things going to get better? No. Things are going to get worse. Yes. However, Jesus, did he speak about these things? Yes. So let me take you to Jesus. A little bit about Jesus and then what you need to do. Now we have the war in Israel. Isn't it? Correct? Are you, why are you looking at me? Say yeah. Uh-huh. The war in Israel? Yeah. Who can tell me the next war? Yeah. Somebody tell me where the next war will begin. Huh? You can't tell it unless if God told you. This is where the United Nations need to know that they have good mind. But exclusion of the one who created the good mind, you can't function it. Are we talking now? I want you to see your own uniqueness from the world. Second Corinthians, no, First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16. It says that, Who has known the mind of God, I may instruct him, but you have the mind of Christ. So, next year will be more terrible. Get that for fact. Europe, according to the prophecy God gave us, will not get out of their mess till 2027. Britain will begin to see light of day, 2025. Don't forget the prophecies God gave us. And I want to measure those prophecies with occurrences. So, therefore, let's look at Matthew 24. Matthew 24. And you remember all these eight, nine factors I told you about the, the, you know, the drivers of global trade. Matthew 24. Look at what it says. In verse 3 it says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, When will this happen? And what will be the signs of your end, or of, your, of your coming and the end of age? This world, how do you know? when it will come to an end yes how do you know when it comes to an end what are the signs that will really tell you that we're going to start getting as our luggage packed up in this country, in this world he says jesus answered what child that you are not what you are not what you are not what okay right the spirit of deception So one of the major instruments in the hands of Lucifer for the end time is deception. 
Now he says, For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ, and will deceive what? Come on now, with it. Shall, let's read together. For many... So, where will that deception start, church? No wonder you have a bunch of them who have already come in the name of the Lord. Speaking in conferences, thousands going to listen to them. Because they will hear what their itching ear wants to hear. Words that does not build the spirit of man. Words that does not change the soul of man. Words that does not give hunger to human soul to seek their maker and make them feel good. And then turn the word of God to profit making. Lie to people about demons who they have not encountered. Well, they are also under demons. Because First Timothy chapter 4 tells us that. And last days... He said, many will desert the faith and follow deceiving spirit and things taught by demons. And I've told you, I've told you and I say it again. Everywhere they are teaching deliverance, if you love your life for eternity, run out of them. If you remain there, when you will remind, remember me, your state may not be redeemable. We may not be in the same place. I know I'm going to paradise. The Lord has taken me to my house in heaven. I know it does exist. And I know I'm going there. Because Satan distorted the church by false teachings and false doctrines. The church that was seeking the face of God began to be diverted into materialism. Am I talking to you? Because Jesus says that there will be deception in the church. People will come in the name of the Lord but they will deceive many. He didn't say they will see few. He said they will deceive many. That's global trend. Look at the next thing he says. Let's read together. You will hear what? You know what interests me here? The very grammatical statement of Jesus. Triggers of global trend. War. Rumors of war. Hmm? And Jesus said to it that such things mandated to happen. Must. That's what really catches my attention. They are inevitable. No globalization will bring an end to war. As long as the world remains. Globalization will not make anybody leave his boundary loose, and then march with other nations' boundary. It's not possible. Even European Union that have left their boundary loose, today it was on the news, that they have now set up checkpoints in their boundaries. All this migration you are seeing, they are part of globalization. They are the effect of globalization. That is the adverse effect of globalization. People migrating suddenly. But this scripture tells us. This scripture tells us. Let me say something to you. Any one of you must not take side. Listen to me. When you hear, oh, Israel is fighting with uh, Palestine, it's not your business. It's not your business. Let me give you a little hints, you know. Those of you who have, you know, probably gone to that level of 
of in, in your secular world, you will understand what I'm saying now. There are some people who decide what happened on earth. God gave it to them. And you don't know them. And what they decide is what happens. Because the Bible said God permitted it for a while. Look, as Israel is fighting Palestine, some people are making money. They are the same one who hold meeting, and one side will side one side, and the other person will side the other side. But they have where they mix. And you, ordinary man, who doesn't know more than knows, as you see in the mirror, he, he, this is not good. This is bad. Who, to, who, who made you judge of good or bad? You listen to, to, to the media? Don't you know Satan is the one who controls the media? He's the prince of the air. Oh, it's not, this, 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 what they are doing here is not good. What they are doing there is not good. And so you better put your head at base so that you can have, you can have peace in your, head, in your brain. To hear what heaven is saying about next year. What is good? What is not good? When you go to your market by next year and the meat you have been buying for 10 pounds is now 50 pounds, you will know that somebody needs to think something else. Am I talking to you? Yes, sir. I don't expect any member of this church to go and protest. Let the people who are starting protesting bring their children to lead. Okay? You, a child of poor man, if they kill you, nobody will even remember. They don't even know you died for the cause. A, a one million match, you to put your head there. The people who arrange the one million match, they are spirits. And they move mortal men. And when they see a saint of God in the midst of the movement who will be casualty, that saint, they will punch you out and you will be the one that will donate the blood. You know, a hey, hey, Christian, I, I'm going to join protests. Who sent you that? The Bible says everyone should be subject to the higher authority above him. For there is no authority but that which God had ordained. A Christian who go to carry placard doesn't understand. Your placard you have been carrying all these years. What change has it brought? Who even recognized your name? By the way, that you are joining them. A Christian, you don't have work to do. Instead of you to stay at home and be reading the Bible and be praying for, for people who need prayer, you are carrying placards. They don't see you. They have decided what they will do overnight before you come out and they will just look at you, okay. And they look somewhere else and continue to do what they are doing. You must not follow the tide. If you come to this house, you, let me tell you something. Uh, Israel is doing bad. Uh, Hamas is doing bad. No problem. You put on your jurisprudence heart now. The heart of fairness, okay? You imagine you have a house with your family. You are enjoying yourself in your, in your compound. And a thief came or somebody came because he decided that you shouldn't really have the same right of life. And then it the, began to kill your children. And then he took your husband as um, a, 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 a refugee. And then he took your babies before your eyes and slaughtered them and cut them into pieces. Someone said it's a film trick. I'm so sorry for you. That trick is deceiving you. It's not film trick, it's real. Rape your women. Alright? Did whatever they wanted. The, the most horrific evil they did. All right, and believe that they will get away with it because they lean on a clause of the global law. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
If you attack me, you mustn't bomb hospital, you mustn't bomb school, you mustn't bomb mosque, you mustn't bomb church. And then they build their own armory under hospital, under school, under church. And from there they are sending missiles to you. And they run back under and say you can't bomb us. I mean, you use your imagination to think about that. I don't think Nigerians will take that. Because if I say how many Nigerians are here and I say that will you allow Boko Haram to go scot-free, you go and protest that Boko Haram should be free. I'm sure that no Nigerian will do because we knew what Boko Haram did to Nigerians. You have to put yourself in the shoes. And so the people now that they vandalized and they destroyed, they humiliated and mutilated, decided that let us go after the devil that mutilated us. And then they discovered that that devil is hiding under a place where he's protected. So what do you want them to do? So because when they try to bomb the location of those people, human beings who are innocent become victims. Okay? And they call that in law collateral damage. Okay? You know, innocent person who did not know about this stuff should not be bombed. That's a fact. That's a fact. Nobody should rejoice that an innocent child or innocent woman or innocent man is killed. That's a fact. But it's not fair, too, for a bandit to run into your compound and just kill your children and kill your wives and expect to sleep at home under somewhere happy. That's a fact. So on whose side will I be? Nobody's side. Because this is what is called wicked problem. I talked to you about wicked problem. The wicked problems are problems that are convoluted in the, in the, I mean, they have convoluted you know, sources that from them. So that you can't even think in your head what will happen. Am I talking to you? Well, I can. Well, as a Christian, what will I do? I pray for uh, Israel. I pray for Palestinians. Because they are all human beings. And then what I do more? I bind the devil that is causing all the trouble. And if you look at my prayer, it's been guaranteed towards that, isn't it, when I lead you on prayer line. You don't understand. I didn't mention the name of any country. Than Israel. Israel belongs to all of them. Palestinian Jews and Arabs, they own Israel. What they decide to do with their settlement and company and country is them who will sort it out. There is no third nation that will sort it out. But you know something? The fact is this. When I'm saying that Palestinian, I have to protest Palestinian cause, you will want Palestinian cause. I'm also protesting and approving the, the killers who are the Hamas. Okay? That's what's happening. But if I say that, let me, let me protest for, uh, let me support Israel, that Israel is okay, if they should just keep on bombing, then I'm legitimizing the slaughter of children and women and men. So, what did the Bible say about me? Stay out. I would rather bind the spirits that is causing all this chaos. If we take out the spirits, that we peace. Because no country in the world can tell us how peace will be attained. 
Because the one whose family was first destroyed, are bent on making sure they destroyed that enemy completely, even at the expense of the whole nation going to war. With every nation under them, let this nation perish or we, we destroy these people. Okay, who will, who will beckon to them? Who will, who will tell them why they should not do that? And the other people are just, you know, you know they are victims of, of, of a circumstance that, that they just woke up into. Innocent. So, can we not go and tell the innocent one that, look, you Palestinians, don't worry. Just let them kill some of you. And when enough have been killed and they kill this, this Hamas, then you have a new, new and peaceful can it ever happen? The children who were bombed, the parents who were bombed in the bomb, could they ever agree to be at peace with Israel for generations to come? No, a generation will arise sometime that will say that, no, 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 we remember what you did to our forefathers, and they will come. So in this world, there will not be peace until the Prince of Peace steps his foot on the planet Earth. They will not resolve. The government of nations will not resolve because some of them are making money. At the expense of the lives of the innocents and the powerless is the law of the jungle. So let me say this enough. If you continue to think about this, what about your own life, your small life? You will not be able to even think about your life. What about to move forward in life? You will not be able to think. You will, not be, you will spend all your days saying that this should be happen, knowing that all your brain cannot solve this problem. They are wicked problems. Convoluted. So rather than me going to support Palestine and wave flag, and then they break my head with bottle, <laughs> I save my house and pray for, for Palestine. Rather than me to go and carry card and protest uh, for the Jews, the right of the Jews, I would rather stay in my house before they hammer my head because they want to throw stone to somebody's some other person, but I am a victim of the stone. And the person who break my head will not apologize because we are in the same camp. Excuse me. Your protest will not stop this problem. This is the end time. So Jesus says here, you will hear of wars and rumors of war. These things must happen, Jesus said. But he said, do not be alarmed. Such thing must happen. Let me give you a few more, and we're going to stop. I'll talk, just give you a hint of what we'll be looking at in the next lecture. So he says in verse 7, Nations will rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. You've seen that in your Factors or the drivers of global trend. So these things have been spoken by Jesus Christ. Huh? And it says, all these are the beginning of birth pains. So it's not going to get better. Alright? Then it says, then you'll be handed over and to be persecuted and be put to death. Which is happening to Christians across the globe now. And you'll be hated by all nations because of me, which is already taking place now. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many. So Satan is going to attack the world and attack the church. Confusion in the church. 
People who come and say prophet, they are not prophet. Prophet are not people who are outside. They are people in the church. The word prophet is for the church, isn't it? <laughs> and it says, Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will wax cold. Be careful how you react to the increase of wickedness in this end time. I can see something direct here that what Jesus is saying is very clear that Satan will cause so much increase of wickedness with the intention to quench the love of many. That's what this word implies. I know why the love of many can, can wax cold. When many are saying that, is this justified? Should we support this? Why should this happen? Why you are thinking about all that in your brain? You come to a place whereby your brain can't think further. And before you know it, somebody will say that if there is God somewhere, as if it is God who came to cause the trouble. It is the greed of man that originated the trouble. You need to go and read through. And if you look at the, the television all the time, let me tell you, and you are making opinion from television, you, may, you, you will soon wake up to the land of deception and recognize that Satan is the one who rules the, the air. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 tells you that. Are we together now? Wickedness will increase and the love of many will wax cold. And you have Christians now who don't go to church anymore, but YouTube is their church. AI Computer technology drivers of global trend. They will abandon fellowship. Alright? And they will stay at home watching the program. Can I say that by January, Apostle will not broadcast service live again from 2024 January. If you want to serve God, I want to be in CFT, you have to come to the church. If you don't come to the church and stay at home, God bless you. And the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Bless you out. Oh, yeah. Because I will not have a knowledge and be a victim of that knowledge. Yeah. The church is for gathering of saints. So, my program will not be live on YouTube. Never. But because of some people who are part of CFT, who join us from, like Abuja, like from America and the rest of them, I will give them a code <laughs> to join my live service by Zoom. And this church has paid for Zoom that can take over 10,000 participants. Am I talking to you? So those of you who are in New York, you will be alive. You, you can join us live. India can join us live. But within UK, I will block UK completely. You will not join my service live. If you want to come to this place, you are very welcome. Your chair is reserved for you. If we fill the whole of this place, we'll do two services. If we fill the two services, we'll do third service. And then I'll be preaching 30 minutes. But for now, until December, I have to make an army of people. 
a people who will enter prosperity that God has ordained in the new year, that decisions of this world will not affect your increase. That's my reason for getting you this informed. And this thing is affecting so many people. There are a lot of people who have lost their mortgages. If they had the prophecy God gave you, they would not have lost their mortgages. You know, we are watchmen of God. Then, because of increase of wickedness, the love of many will ask, shall we stand up together, please? It is just the right time to stand. Like uh, this wristwatch of Apple. <laughs> he will tell you stand up when you have just stood up. <laughs> he will tell you stand up now and you have just stood up. <laughs> I was preaching here and my wristwatch said uh, SOS, SOS, SOS. He wanted to call SOS because I was shouting. And my wristwatch thought that I had to remove it and throw it away from my blood. SOS, call SOS. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who made the wristwatch my overseer. <laughs> I happened a number of times. I think they didn't recognize Africans would be using that wristwatch. <laughs> and we always shout, Amen. Hallelujah. To shout this in my blood, Amen. Um, African man must shout. English man will whisper. Uh, if your African man is born in England, they whisper. But if they born you in Africa, it's a place of shouting until the roof will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now we are going to read the word of the Lord together. Shall we read it? Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most. That is not your portion. Now let's look at the last part, and that's our portion. But he who stands. Read it again. He who stands firm to the end. I think that means that one of the factors we need for the new year is resilience. Do you believe it? Agree with me? One of the things that we need for the new year is rethinking. Another thing we need is rewiring our system. In preparation for what will happen, the information I've given you, I will give you details of what you can do in your office. You will, you will remain in that office when everything is shaking. Your business will increase when people are going boss. The type of leadership that will be needed to face this convoluted global trend from 2024 must be a system <clears throat> that's is rewired. It must be a system that understands or develops abilities and skills, spiritual and human ability skill, such that you will be able to handle complex problems. Problems will be more complex. You must develop such as critical thinking. You must develop such as creativity. You must develop such as Stakeholders engagement. And when I talk about stakeholders engagement to church, I mean both internal stakeholders and external stakeholders. You must, deviate, you, must de, you must deviate from the norm. You must be able to innovate and work in line with the scriptures. You know, Jesus was born in the, in the least family of the least tribe, you know, in the country. 
the poorest family, the least in the family, and the least family in the kindred, and the least city in the country. But he went from manger to glory. How did Jesus make it? Born in poverty. Even his mother and his father were looking up to him. When he should be looking to them, they didn't have nothing. Because his vision was so staggering that the mother and father cannot understand it. He has a mandate to reach the whole world. But he was born in a place that people say, can any good thing come, come out of this family? This is where Jesus was born. From the age of 12 to 30, Jesus reaches destiny. So, if Jesus, within 12 and 30, can get to the height of his destiny, there is nothing stopping you and I for the next seven years. We will shake this world completely. We will break the bar- barriers. We will go beyond the norm. Our rising will not be compared with normality at all. At all. At all. There is a place for that in God. And that is what the church will deliberate on. We will look into these. Those of you who have businesses, you must develop emotional intelligence and cognitive flexibility. We are going to, I'm going to look at each one of these things, explain them to you in the context of the Bible. This is what you find in Jesus. Nothing could stop Jesus. Anywhere he went, he broke through. Nothing. No, no demon can stop him. No man, no government can stop him. And these things we find in Jesus, which is by the Spirit of the Most High, and that is what he said. But he who stands firm to the end shall be saved. What is the ultimate goal? Verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world. I'm sure you'd like to read it. Shall we read it together? And this gospel. Now, before we pray, remember, Jesus says, when you see all these convoluted problems happening in the whole world, don't be moved. That's the first thing. So don't engage in discussing matters that your conclusion cannot resolve. I don't want members of my church to be discussing. For the next prime minister of the country, I've told you, before he was even appointed, and he will be, I've made my declaration, I'm protected by human rights acts. Yes, and prophetic act, right, too. Amen? So, 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 you and I, we must not get involved in discussing that. Who is going to be, what is going to be the end of the war? When the war is finished, how will they build the place? Leave them for those who caused the war. To build. They, they have shared it before the war started. Okay? So don't bother your brain about that. Let's bother our brain on one thing. Those who stand firm. You're standing your standing. Acquire more knowledge in every area of your discipline. Be current in the field of your studies. Whether you are a business person or what, in your, that business you must be current. And you know that AI is very good now. You can speak to AI, good thing, and it will tell you. Try and ask AI, what is rapture? And you'll be amazed what it will tell you. <laughs> Try and ask AI, when will Jesus return? You'll be shocked what AI will tell you. All right? Let's get our brain working and functioning on what Jesus said about us. You're standing God because they'll be falling away 
and the gospel must be preached in the whole world as a testimony. And if God will do that, He will do it through you. Amen. I say heaven will do it through you. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you because you are sovereign. We bless your name because nothing new under heaven, as you have said. We only give them brandings. But they have existed before our brand. And they will continue to be fulfilled, even as you have spoken. We submit to the intelligence of heaven. And we salute you, immortal, invincible, the only wise God. That in the storms of life, we thank you because you have taken us through them. Not blind, but pre-warning this church before they arise or arose. We thank you, Lord, because you are now speaking to us about 2024 to 2027. And we know that if this world remains thereafter, you will still continue to speak. Because you are God, the spirit of prophets. And it is written, the Lord will do nothing without revealing a secret to his servants, the prophet. And so are God and King. I pray for the spirit of revelation over your church. I pray for the spirit of discretion over your church. I pray for the spirit of insight over your church. In the shaking that is coming, I speak concerning your people. They will be established. As you have not allowed the shakings that have passed to affect us. In the time of COVID, you spoke to us before he came. The very month it will come, you told us, and you promised you would protect us. And you protected every soul in CFT Global. No one died by that stuff. And Lord, you who have done that, before the inflation crisis came upon Europe and the world, you told us for three years, told us exactly on the month it will start. And so we prospered by it. Lord, you have been skating us through all these wicked problems of the devil. <clears throat> and the judgment that this world has invoked upon the, themselves. Even you told us a time will come when they will say that we don't know the solution. And we have not entered the time when all economic principles have failed. But yet they are still pushing through, navigating through. Lord, we are going into a more terrible time. Beginning from 2024. But Lord, it shall not be terrible for those who know you. For those who know their God shall be strong, we shall be strong. And we shall do exploits. Father, but Lord, I ask for discernment and discretion upon your church. That every member, both young and old, will have discretion from God. So that we take the right steps at the right time. To navigate through all the complexities that is going to be happening in the globe. All the shaking of the globe. So that people will see a people that stand aloof and away from all this affliction. So that through our standing many will come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We bless your name. We thank you Lord. We exalt you. If there is somebody under my voice who has not known you Jesus. I ask that you will... Touch their hearts. Amen. By these things that they have heard, the, your knowledge will convict them. Amen. Because in all this shaking, it is those who call upon the name of the Lord that will be saved. 
Father, thank you. In Jesus' name. I speak to infirmity. Live in the name of Jesus. Sickness, I cause you to die from your roots. By the stripes of Jesus, you are made whole in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every form of pain, wherever you may be, I cause you to die from your roots. I command your mortal body free from pain, free from sickness, free from infirmity. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever ache you are suffering from, whether it's toothache or earache or bone ache, by the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Pass your healing. You are healed in Jesus' name. Sinus is dropped in the name of Jesus. Father, I have asked of you for all these people. According to your covenant, between now and the end of November, you shall be fulfilled. Every request we have presented before you, every expectation of your people, in meeting with your word, your promise to us, I say, the results begins to come. You wake up tomorrow into a new dawn. It shall be a dawn of fulfillment. Every day of November will bring fulfillment. The mouth of the Lord has spoken, and so it shall be unto you. Areas of difficulty receive ease and answer. Areas of expectation receive fulfillment in the name of Jesus Christ. You will come back on the last Friday of the month to give thanks to the Most Holy One. This we ask and thank you is done. As we ask in Jesus' anointed name. Put your hands together for the living God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Please be seated. Before I hand over, I want to welcome anyone worshiping with us for the first time. If this is your first time of coming to this house, please. Could you lift up your hands? We want to welcome you. Anybody? Please stand up. And those of you around them, please, could you rise up? I want those of you around them to welcome them for me, please. You are very welcome. You are very, very welcome to Christ's Tabernacle. Please be seated. I believe that the Lord has blessed you. And I believe also that the people around you have helped to shake your hands. You are very, very welcome. We appreciate you so highly. Please, there is a form in the pack you are given. You fill the form and we'll, be, we'll appreciate if you can drop that with us. But however, the rest of the materials there is... They are for you just to have the understanding and knowledge of what we are, what we stand for, and what we do. You are very, very welcome. Thank you for coming. Now, can I invite um, who? Doctor? Dr. Matthew? All right. Let's invite Ennis. 
Hallelujah. You know that um, I think I need to do this. For my birthday, our pastors came from all over, but the pastors of Republic of Ireland, the capital city of Europe, have decided to stay behind. And we have Dr. Matthew, we have uh, Pastor Yabo, Pastor, uh, this is Ernest, then Limerick, Pastor Adepoju. Dr. Adepoju is in China, he's just arriving yesterday or today. And then we have Pastor Kola and uh, uh, Dickness Buki. They have remained with us just to celebrate today and then go back to their country. And you agree with me that there must be a return march. Isn't it? Come on, look at you. You didn't say man. Well, put your hands together and welcome Pastor Madifao. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. The Lord has done so much for us this weekend. It's not just our daddy alone, but because we are here, we are all blessed. And you go from here, because in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. You will go back and your life will be a testimony. It's offering time. I say it is offering time. I want the saints of God to prepare their offering and their tithe. And I, I always say this to people, we came to the world with nothing. We will return with nothing except the memorial we have built before the Lord. And indeed, there is no one who should come before the Holy God with, a, with empty pockets. No matter what your circumstances, there is something to give. Remember the Lord Jesus was in the temple. When people were giving their offerings, some brought big envelopes, massive ones. But there was a woman there that put in all that she has in, in terms of coins, copper coins, the Bible called it. But, and the Lord asked them, who has given so much? The billionaires, the millionaires gave maybe 0.00% of their money. But we want to give God our all. As the Bible says in the book of Numbers, it says you must... Present as the Lord portion the best and the holiest part of everything given to you. And I think that's very instructive. And for those who are paying online, the details of the church account is there. But if you still belong to the analog stage where you use envelope, the ushers around you will give you envelope. I think the green one is for non-taxpayer and the blue one for taxpayer. I want us to do this as we bow down our heads and lift up our offering. Father, we want to thank you for the privilege of being here. We thank you for the privilege you have granted each and every one of us to give to your kingdom out of the abundance you have given us. You only demanded 10% of what we earn, and you left the 90% for us. What a faithful God. What a compassionate God we are. And so no one should struggle about giving the 10%. If there be Holy Spirit, touch their heart right now and ignite their heart on fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Father, you are ever faithful God. The promise making and promise keeping and the covenant fulfilling God, you will fulfill that which you have written. And the glory and praise will be to our God. 
In Jesus' holy name we are praying. May I ask all of us to stand up, please, to bring our offering, our tithes, and all our giving. We're dancing to the Lord because it is the cheerful that the Lord has served their offering. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We joy in our hearts and thank you on our knees to bring our offering to the Lord. Amen. God and King, we want to thank you for we know who we are, we are in you. We commit the entire lives and everything that is in us to your holy hands. And we know that to whom we have
committed their life is able to keep us safe. And so, Holy God, the Motor Invisible, the only wise God, we present before you the holy offering of your holy people. And we ask that your holy fire will come from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice to the extension of your kingdom on earth. In Jesus' holy name we have prayed. Praise the Lord, or oh, you may please be seated. We'll just take a few announcements uh, for today uh, before our final few items. Uh, just a quick reminder that tonight we have our prayers online at 8 p.m. as well as our communion service. So please join tonight. At 8 p.m., YouTube and conference, free conference call. Also, a reminder that our daily prayers continue also at 8 p.m. every day. On Monday, online. On Tuesday, we actually get others to join online, but we have the Jesus Territorial Army, which will be holding this week at New Cross, Bethesda Cross. And JTA starts at 7.30 p.m. Uh, if you worship here at the cathedral, you're welcome to join the JTA in the Bethesda building. And the following week, the ark moves back here. Uh, on Wednesday, please remember, we have Bible study, and we'll be starting at 7 p.m. I'd like to remind the... Uh, members of the light of the world. Everyone who is a man here is a member of the light of the world. That is the group of God. all men in Christ's faith tabernacle. Yes. So the meeting for the light of the world will take place this Thursday, the 16th of November at 7 p.m. Men, you're studying Zechariah chapters 1 to 14. So please study in advance. And make it a point of duty to attend. Uh, it's also the light of the world week for evangelism. And that means all men should join the evangelism this Saturday at New Cross at 12.30. And here at Cathedral, I beg your pardon, I should just have announced Cathedral. So, Cathedral, here at 12.30 also. In New Cross, they'll be gathering at 12.30. And here at the Cathedral, we'll be gathering at 12.30 uh, on Saturday. Good. We'll be but able also, to. men, are, I've been asked to remind men that your online prayer meeting holds at 9 p.m. every Saturday. Forever. 9 p.m. every Saturday. Can I assume that all men in the house know how to join that meeting? All men in, I'm not looking at the pastors now. Do all men in the house know how to join that meeting? If they don't know how to join that meeting, where should they go? Uh, please go by the church office on your way out, and they'll provide you with details on how to join the prayer meeting. But if you're a man, don't leave yourself out. You know, Apostle has been talking about what's happening in the world is determined in the spiritual. So for us to be ahead of the game, we need to um, also be ahead in the things of the Spirit. And the Lord will bless you as you join. The Lord bless you as you join.
It's only 10 past 12. I would like to announce that we'll be holding a service of songs to celebrate the life of Dr. Maduka, who passed to glory on the 16th of July, 2023. This service of songs will take place on Friday, the 17th of November. Friday, the 17th of November at 7 p.m. And it will be holding in New Cross. That's Bethesda Building. The funeral ceremonies will be held in Nigeria later this month. Uh, I'd like to encourage us all to continue to support the family. With calls, bless them. They're going to travel abroad for these funeral ceremonies. And... Uh, you can also encourage them by making sure you join the service of songs on Friday at Bethesda Building, 7 p.m. Please make a note of it. And I think the final announcement I have is in respect of our workers' appreciation and Christmas dinner. Quick reminder, that's taking place on Sunday, the 17th of December at the Hilton Wembley. We have announced that the prices have been held at pre-COVID levels so that we can all attend. The apostle has been talking about next year, the beef you are buying, meat, meat you are buying at 10 pounds, maybe 50 pounds. We've held it at pre-COVID prices, so that's a good negotiation. Um, coaches will be made available, so if you cannot make your way up there, you'll need to book a coach or a space on the coach, and you need to do that through your head of department. If you're, uh, all workers are required to be at the Christmas dinner. I'm sure Pastor Tayo will say a little bit more about this, but um, you should not have a reason for absence unless it is uh, exceptional. And he has said in here, that child care arrangements is not an acceptable reason for not attending. I think there was an announcement made last year also about every worker being at the Christmas dinner. I think that was announced during the Christmas dinner. So, bottom line, 17th of December, 2023, Workers' Appreciation and Christmas Dinner. Please make sure you have confirmed to your head of department uh, your attendance and you've also made arrangements for childcare where it applies. We've also confirmed that all workers whose spouses are not workers, so if you're a female worker and your husband is not a worker, or you're a male worker and your wife is not a worker, your spouses are invited to join with us for the Christmas dinner this year. And the Lord bless you. As you come, the Lord bless you as you come. I'm trying to look at everyone to see all the workers are responding. God bless you. I'd like to invite uh, Pastor Tayo very quickly just to, um, to take the next step or stage of proceedings just before we close. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much, choir. Praise the Lord. Well, whilst the choir make, please appreciate the choir. Whilst they're making their way to their seats, um, just to reinforce that message around the 
workers' dinner, please note that if you're a worker, your name is already on the list. It would only be taken off if you advise your heads of departments that you would not be attending. So you're voting yourself out rather than voting in. And we're all required to attend. And an excuse, as I could not make childcare arrangements, it's not an acceptable one. So you need to trigger the childcare arrangements, and you do know how to trigger them. This is an important date in the calendar. We announce it a long time in advance. So please, if you would not be attending for whatever reason, and the heads of department need to know what that reason is, um, and certainly it's neither is it I can't afford it because the departments know what to do. So just ensure that you let your departmental lead know. Praise the Lord. Of course, if you're a medical personnel, healthcare, and you're, you're working, we, we understand. If you're in the health service or in the fire brigade, we understand. If you're working with emergency services, we know that some rotors cannot be changed. Provided you made it for Friday's meeting. Praise the Lord. Have I put a new condition? I've just made that one up. I make these things up as we go along. But of course, what I'm trying to say is you should be able to negotiate these things around. Well, how many of us were here on Friday to celebrate Apostle's birthday? If you were not here, please note calendar every year. January would let you know the precise date, but it's always the Friday before Apostle's birthday, unless, of course, that Friday is Apostle's birthday. Yes? Um, Apostle's birthday is on the 14th of November each year. It doesn't change. So we need to negotiate the evening before, the Friday of the evening, the, the, evening, the Friday before that evening is praise night. It will not change. Praise the Lord. And in 30 years time when the Lord takes Apostle away from us, we'll still celebrate praise night. <laughs> Nobody heard that. <laughs> praise the Lord. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Apostle was the one that said it this morning. Said he needs at least 30 years more. Kind of like, at least. Uh, 30 years is a long time, actually. If the Lord tarries, that is. <laughs> Praise the Lord. After 30 years, that's what I should say. I've corrected myself. After 30 years. Of course, um... Today's an opportunity for the departments as well to present um, and to honor our Father in the Lord. Uh, and we, we don't do this on praise night because usually on praise night there's a lot of things happening. But before we do that, let's, um, can I invite all the departments who, are, who have got a break? We had, we had a fun time this morning at, the, at Bethesda. And I'll get us to do exactly what Bethesda people did. Yes? You want, to, you want to copy Bethesda? You want to be original? Okay, but you want to do exactly what they did. Okay, put it this way. You want to do it more elaborately than they did. Yes? Now, what they did was they had a special rendition of Happy Birthday for Apostle. I don't know how the choir are going to match the one 
in Bethesda because you've not listened to what they did. And it's not online, just in case you're trying to Google and check YouTube right now. We made sure that it was kind of like hidden and hidden away. So you're going to do it in a special way. So just, can I invite us to rise as Apostle comes over for the presentation? We're going to sing, Happy Birthday to you. Happy was for some strange reason the choir allowed me to start the song I said the choir you need to help because I could go up on a wrong key so we want to keep it safe so the minute I said we'll sing happy birthday I want the choir to jump in and to sing it in the right key the right notes and everything joined up together so let's have another go and then they would sort of like take a photograph with Apostle and Momioma and then would, they would go back off the stage on the other side and I will keep it rolling as quickly as I possibly can. I'll try not to do too much talking um, as we go along but it's going to be very difficult to stop me once I've got the mic. Well, you're all used to it by now. You're used to my dry jokes as well. It's okay. If you don't laugh, I won't take any offense. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm used to it, laughing at my own dry jokes, that's fine, that's okay. Hey, it's all part of the fun. Now, the next team, I believe, is a Sunday, Sunday school. Just be on the, just be on the, step. just wait whilst the photograph is being taken. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Children's Sunday school department next. Thank you. Children's Sunday School. You know, Apostle always talks about the fourth and the fifth generation. This is the fifth generation. This is lovely. We'll still be having the sixth generation. And it's allowed. Can I imagine that this is a praying team? The 
the what? The word. Women of rare destiny. Okay, you're coming up very, very early. Please come forward, women of rare destiny. They come up. Well, we normally leave the women of rare destiny kind of like taking up the rare, not because they're rare, but because we like the younger ones to go first, and then the the you know it's rounded up by the women of rare destiny. For instance, today the last group would be the light of the world, as usual, because they've got to take the sort of like you know the final slots. It's always the case. And on behalf of the Voice of Hope Choir, I'm not mistaken. You know, we've got, we've got to always be very nice to the choir. We've got to be very, very nice. And nothing to do with the fact that I've got a stake in the choir myself, but you know, it's, uh, hey. It's nothing to do with that, I, I, I mean. And when you heard the echo very quickly, you know those who have stakes in choir quickly echo it. You just hear their voice saying, yes, 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 that's, that's normal. Praise the Lord. And then, of course, the technical team. Am I correct? Is it which part of the team? The, the video, oh, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, I was looking this way. Now, this is a ushers, the team of ushers. That's interesting, amazing. When we were at Bethesda, there was the female ushers that took the lead of doing the ushering department there. Was I? No. So this year, it's just the male ushers that are representing all the, all the ushering team. Um, Okay, and of course, following after is a is a video video team and presentation video and presentation team. Is this the only? Please come up. This is the only time in Christ's tabernacle. This and Christmas dinner is the only time the vo- the media teams agree to be split. I, do, I mean, every other we say this is the media team, the technical team. But the minute it comes to Christmas dinner, the minute it comes to presentations somehow they decide to be separate departments so it's all right so if i get it wrong it's simply because they they like to confuse me from time to time so so these ones are the videographic and the presentation team and of course the ones coming up next they will tell me they're the mixing team isn't it of course they're the sound mixing team audio team all right please come up that's part of the technical team as well Of course, we've then got the armor bearers, if I'm correct. Please come up. If someone's wondering what all these departments do, then you've not been to meet your pastor, or you're not a member of any of the departments. Because, of course, we always rehearse these things. The armor bearers, as you know, they're the team that look after and support apostles, specifically, and momioma. They go out with them in, in, for, for, for outreaches and the likes, and you would know, normally notice that they're there. And those who want to see Apostle from time to time, you kind of wonder now, this group of people, but they're there to hold up his hands and to help support him. So followed after that, is that the Johannes. I'm not, I can't miss that, because of course the Johannes are the Johannes. The Johannes themselves are, are, are a team of young professionals who are, specifically being handpicked 
and that's the word I would use, um, by, by Mommy Ome. Um, and they look after us. If you've been to meet your pastor before as well, I like using that as a reference, all the catering and all of the arrangements of all the, and you know, all the etiquette aspects, that's the Joanna team for you. Of course, we know that um, following them very, very closely are the youth. Oh, the youth of royal destiny. Wow. Okay, please come up. If you're wondering why I'm kind of like asking them what's going on and which group they represent, it's largely because these individuals are also very active in other departments. And so they might be representing a different department. I usually would not like to get it wrong. Now I'm going to struggle slightly now. Ah, okay, that's the one, that's the one, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Please, the Shiloh Pillars. The Shiloh Pillars. Um, the Shiloh Pillars here, the, the team that I've, uh, we have. This is Cathedral Shiloh Pillars. We had the Shiloh Pillars at the at Bethesda present earlier on today. And the Shiloh Pillars, yes, that's an interesting one. We've probably not done enough introduction for Shiloh Pillars. But these women and men, those who join them, pray and meet online during the work hours, working hours mainly. Before COVID, they used to meet 10 a.m. in the church auditorium from time to time. But now they sort of like meet online. Are you suggesting is this the green room staff? The green room staff. This is a new department, by the way. Please come up. It's a new department. There's, uh, there's, a, there's called, it's called the green room staff. Um, and, and, well, actually, I wouldn't... Sorry, can I have another man join that team? Oh, they're all... Okay, they're busy. All right, that's fine. Because I was wondering why we would be a line of ladies to be carrying all this massive thing all on our own. Kind of like, you know... And I know what the team is, by the way. Um, so these are the newly, the newly constituted green room staff. <laughs> Don't worry, there's a running joke there. I'm not, I'm not going to go. They're all members of other departments, by the way, but there's a special constitu- constitution of... Uh... Now, I mean, you'll probably be wondering why I was questioning why she was carrying this all around, on her own. But that's largely because... And I'm still not satisfied she had to carry it all up, all on her own, because... It's part of the presentation by the photographic team. Now, we can't have the photographic team being fully involved without them taking the camera. How you will take yourself whilst presenting this, I'll be surprised today. Praise the Lord. Now, how you... How, Deacon, please take the photo. <laughs> oh, Apostle wants to see it. Okay. Well, I mean, you know what people do when they, when the, he's the one, he's the one taking the photograph. 
So how he wants to put himself in the Photoshop, I don't know. But you know, you know the great thing about these day, this day and age is they know how to do Photoshop, Photoshop you know, the kind of... So when we see these photographs, the photographers, they know a way which they will create it and someone will be there all of a sudden. AI can help them. It's all right. <laughs> so that's a photographic team. And um, incidentally, just that you know, when they were before the meeting was when they wrapped it. Initially, they wanted to make it easy for it to come out. And then they brought it up and then it had it to unwrap it. Um, so thank you very much for all those sisters that helped them to wrap it because I know it took them about 30 minutes to get it sorted. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can I invite the protocol team? The protocol team are very, very conspicuous. I mean, you can see them all lining up the roads. And hey, they're there not, for, um, not to prevent you from seeing Apostle. Please note that. Because most of the time you kind of think these people are there to guard and to make sure angels are on guard. So it's not that. But they're there to help keep order and to help guide us as well. And perhaps you don't know this. One of the health and safety drills is if there's any reason for you to leave the auditorium very quickly, look at them. They'll direct you to exactly what you need to do. So very following up, that will be the last team. And of course, there is none other, none other team than the light of the world. So on behalf of the light of the world, the men who are the men of Christ's Great Tabernacle, and if you're wondering what the light of the world is all about, well, we are the light of the world. Say to yourself, if you're a man in here, I am the light of the world. And I will shine, shine brightly. And I ensure that on Thursday, don't stop. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because, I, I mean, you need to come conclude it. On Thursday, I'll be joining online. Yes? Is that correct? All right. Now, we, we do have some, a couple of special presentations. I say one single joint presentation from the Republic of Ireland. Because we recognize that from the Republic of Ireland, we have the opportunity, the privilege, and the honor of hosting the pastoral team from the Republic of Ireland. Um, Represented, he'll be represented and led by Dr. Taiwo Matthew, Pastor Yabo, Pastor Catherine Dickness Ogotuashe, and Pastor Kola as well. It's coming up representing the whole church from the Republic of Ireland. You know, um, Pastor Matthew has not said this before, but the very first time he met up, well, he said it before, the very first time he met Apostle was when we were working on Bethesda building. And Apostle was in overhauls, and he kind of like was not distinguishable from everyone else. And Pastor Matthew went kind of like, are you sure that that is your general overseer? Praise the Lord. And for those who don't know it as well, part of the history is that Pastor Matthew used to be a member of the ushering team before he went to Ireland. Yes, in, yeah, it was in Bethesda, the mother. So Bethesda gave birth to Ireland. It's always nice, you know. But like someone always reminds, people always remind me that you can't have mothers without fathers. Now don't start getting ideas that cathedral is father. Because God created them, man and woman, male and female. So Bethesda, both 
father and mother. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, we really thank you very, very much for, um, for today. I, um, before, uh, before I invite Apostle to close, I would just like to read a very quick thank you card that we, we missed out. Um, so thank you very much for... Please give yourselves all a round of applause for being a great sport. I'm being very, very cooperative and being very, very... You, it's, it's encouraging when everyone there is clapping. Oh, sorry, I'm meant to be doing this very quickly. I'm not giving announcements. It's just that we forgot to read out the thank you card. Thanks very much to the family of CFT. Just to say thank you for all your prayers and financial support following the departure of my father. It's appreciated a lot. My family and I want to express our gratitude to our father in the Lord and our mother in the Lord for their encouragement and highly appreciated financial support and equally to the entire leadership of Christ Way Tabernacle, not only in the UK but beyond, namely um, the brethren in other countries. May the good Lord bless you abundantly from Pastor Roger and Dickiness Rosahi, Rosalie Dahor. Am I pronoun- I've been learning to do this for about 15, 20 years. This surname, uh, Dahor. Uh-huh, da- do, I'll, I'll get there someday. It's all right. We'll keep practicing. And family. Praise the Lord. Let's keep it simple. From Pastor Roger and Dickiness Rosalie. I'd like to welcome Apostle um, to close us. Of course, uh, I'm sure you all know that we'll remember to pray for Apostle, especially on Tuesday. Don't forget that. Thank you very much, sir. Then sings my soul. celebrated and the voice of celebration will not cease in your life throughout your journey on earth into the journey of eternity you will always be celebrated when the Lord shall come in his majestic glorious power and this world will know and recognize the one who is the creator of heavens and the earth you will be part among the saints of God who will join him in glory to be celebrated. I don't know whatever be your situation or whatever need that you face, but let me say tomorrow your miracle shall come. And when we shall gather together on the last Friday of this month in Overcomers, you will be among those who will testify. 
So shall it be and so it is. In Jesus' name we are declared. Shall we put our hands together to read the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. Shall we lift our right hand to heaven as we share the grace? Now, may the God of peace, that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Turn to someone and read to that person, Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And joyfully to yourself, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Shall I read these blessings of God over you? May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help this week from his sanctuary. And grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept all your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart. He will make resources available to you in this week that your plan shall be succeeded, successful. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he remember his covenant concerning you and open a book of remembrance for you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he visit you in your dreams. May you turn your dreams to the place of visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in your house.